Hello everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And first of all, I just want to thank you all so much for being here. Um, I know that I say this often, but I can't tell you how thankful I am for how the community is growing. And I know that it's not just because of me showing up for the podcast, it's really because of how much you all share. Um, so I can't tell you how much I appreciate that you have rated their podcast on Apple Podcast, as well as sharing episodes with your communities. And just in case you don't know, most of the interviews that are on the podcast are available to watch on YouTube. So if you go to YouTube and look up Reiki Radio, you will find my channel. You can subscribe and you will be notified whenever there is an interview available to actually watch, which is a pretty cool thing because it gives another... um, layer to the conversations where you get to see people's expressions and it's just a lot of fun that way. But thank you so much for sharing and helping this podcast grow. I am deeply thankful. So today we have a very exciting guest. Um, We have a woman and her name is Michelle Sakai and she is a contemporary abstract expressionist artist based in New York City and her paintings reference the teachings of transformative art with focus on light and energy. So her artwork is really really gorgeous. She uses um, this metallic it's hard to explain it. You'll have to go to her website to see. Her website is michellesakai.com and her last name is S-A-K-H-A-I. It's like this metallic foil and actually during the interview it was very interesting because one of her paintings is behind her if you watch on YouTube and because of the way that the sunlight hits her work it actually changes the feel of the Um, painting as the day goes on. But what is so interesting about her and why we had this conversation today is she uses her gift of art to actually support people in Harlem Hospital. So she does a lot of transformative artwork with children and you'll hear about that as well as how this way that she's working also incorporates the families and so there's healing um, provided on multiple levels but she also has a very exciting exhibit coming up so if you are in New York I really recommend that you check it out she is um, having this exhibit that is called the Arcana series interpretations of the tarot And what is so lovely about it is it's not like the traditional depictions of tarot that you may have seen in the past. It really does cause you to go into how you feel, like what um, intuitive insights really speak to you in looking in this artwork. So again, if you are in New York, her solo show will be at the Madeline Jordan Fine Art Gallery in Scarsdale, New York, and that takes place September 6th. And... If you want to see her for a live discussion around the artwork, as well as um, there will be a live tarot reader at the event, you want to go to the gallery on Saturday, October 5th. And again, you can go down in the show link description, um, click on her website, michellesakai.com, or you can follow her on Instagram at michellesakaiart. So There's a lot that I think this conversation will spark for your own 
um, consideration of all of these different ways that we're able to heal and transform and express ourselves. So get comfortable and I will see you on the other side. Okay, so this week we have on Reiki Radio, Michelle Sakai, and I want to thank you so much for coming on Reiki Radio to talk about your work today. Thank you. I'm so happy and excited to be here. So, Well, listen, there's a lot that I feel <laughs> we're going to learn from you today, and we'll, um, I think even from speaking with you before, it may cause us to look at healing from a wider lens, so I'm really excited to have this discussion, and I just want everyone to know, first of all, just for background, that you are a Reiki master, you're also a practitioner of primordial sound meditation, and you're an artist. So before we go into your exciting new work that we're going to talk about a little later, just want to ask how you came into this work of energy healing with Reiki and also the primordial sound meditation. So I, um, so as a child, I was always drawn towards um, spirituality and self growth. I found myself always in the bookstore in the section of spirituality and like Deepak Chopra's books. And I was a kid, and um, I was always drawn to um, learning about that. And so even if I didn't read the books, um, I, I bought them. And what's funny is that uh, years later, um, even after college, I remember going back to my old room and finding these books um, that I never read and not knowing that I would even spend time at the Chopra Center. But um, there I was, you know, I, and it's interesting how that happens. And I think when you're, when you're just drawn to things, it's, you know, it, for me, it just came to me, and I just yeah. followed that, and it, and it was always uh, together with my art. That's a really cool thing, and you know, it's interesting, um, speaking of primordial sound meditation, I don't know, I don't think I've ever talked about it on the show, but I've, you know, Chopra Center's in San Diego here, and so I've went there twice for two different events and maybe seven years ago, and um, at that time, David G. was the main meditation teacher, and right. so we got our um, seed syllables and all this, and it was connected to our birthday, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that how that works, the mantra that you receive? That's correct, yes. It's, um, it's about the vibrational sound on the earth when you came into the manifest world and um, the sound that was vibrating um, is the sound you meditate on pretty much. Yeah. So mm -hmm. when I was thinking about you and just your work or what I know of it anyway, I thought how interesting that you have these different layers of, you know, sound and vibration and then energy work, which is another way of working with, you know, frequency, but then also the visual aspect of your work. Mm -hmm. So, um, before we get into your tarot series, which I'm really mm -hmm. excited to talk about, I did want to ask you a bit about the work that you do at Harlem Hospital because a lot of sure. people are so you know, curious about the different ways that any alternative healing is being shared. So what is the work that you do there? 
So I work with the patients of all ages um, between really anywhere from three to 20 years old. Um, and actually I also work with, I end up working with their family members. So mm -hmm. grandmas and grandpas, parents, sisters, siblings. Um, and we all paint together. So depending on the group or um, if I need to do bedside, um, if the patient can't move, then, you know, I work side by side with them. But um, it's a beautiful process of um, painting basically the patient's emotions and transforming them and um, um, through the process of painting. And it's quite emotional. Um, and the kids seem to love it. I mean, I think it's, it, could, it could be a bit uncomfortable in the beginning, also, if you've never done work like that before and sat with your emotions and um, really listened to them and, and reach, you know, those deeper places, um, especially in a world today where we, we're constantly going outside and being on our cell phones and um, to, to, to spend the time and go inwards. Mm -hmm. uh, these days, I think is it's becoming less of a, a daily practice. You know, there's a couple of things coming up. I want to ask you about that. Mm -hmm. um, one, you know, a lot of people feel like, oh, they're not artistic in these things. And I remember in the conversation we had, you said, you know, we're all creators and that's art in and of itself. And I thought that was so beautiful. And I just wanted to ask you when you say that, like, just letting your emotions out, right, in this way, this artistic way, is that something that you um, point to or guide people into? Is it just a matter of let whatever you're feeling, just get it out on paper or the canvas or whatever materials they have? Yes. Um, I mean, that's how I work also, mm -hmm. personally. Um, I art, you know, I find my painting healing to me personally and um, doing the work I just like to share that and I you know I call it transformational art because um, you're very present when you're creating and um, you know you're aware of your 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 breath your body what's happening within you and um, whatever reason you know like these children are at the hospital for and their pain and um, and just being in touch with that so a lot of it is fear um, or possible, you know, maybe trauma. And mm -hmm. it's just getting in touch um, with those inner, inner parts of you. And at the end, transforming it and walking away with something beautiful. So yeah. um, it's, it's a, it's a beautiful process to, to, you know, to, to do for people of all ages, and no matter what sickness or not, you know, well, that's one of the things I thought was so interesting about it when you um, were telling me about your work is just that we have this other opportunity to release, right? Because we hear that all the time, especially in this realm, like, you know, releasing things or transforming things. And if we have um, one or two practices, we may have a very narrow vision of what that may look like. But to have that consideration of like, okay, so your emotion can come out and expressed in this artistic way, that must be really interesting, I guess, to like look at mm, your emotion expressed visually, you know, not just through behavior or like our tears, not to say that it won't 
invoke some type of emotion, but to like have a visual representation of that. Um, I wanted to ask you with that too. I mean, do people yeah. tend to want to discuss that with you after, or do you, can you literally see yeah. a shift sometimes in them? I absolutely. So, um, so we all have a lower nature. We all have our lower self and this, we're all living in a world of duality with light and dark. And so I think um, honoring those parts of you and facing them is something that, um, you know, I think ch it, children are very pure and, and they um, are a little bit more simple in that aspect where they, they, you know, we can, I think as adults, we, you know, we, there's, we kind of have buried it <laughs> and, you know, through all the years, it, it's just buried. Um, but to bring, the point is to bring all of that to the surface. So um, rather than, you know, I'm not saying like, oh, just think positive, just be right. positive. You know, that's not the, you know, the, the process is to actually um, go to those dark places and to dig, dig a bit deeper yourself and so I kind of feel out the patient too some some um, kids like to you know will share with me them you know and say this is this is what I went through or this is you know a memory uh, that I had and or I feel you know, this or you know and some children don't so um, but I try not to focus so much on that and I, it's more of the emotion and the feelings um, of what that experience had for them um, and not to just brush it off because I think sometimes with children they have you know and, and to really to be able to release release those emotions for at you know adults as well um, and have that um, experience of sitting with it and feeling it and not um, you know ignoring them because I think daily it's so easy to just ignore you know those those darker emotions and yeah. feelings that we had if we were hurt or anger um, fear of all sort I imagine it must be like really cool to just see your own like inner workings uh, through like a different lens or giving a different perspective to it because as you were sharing that I was thinking if I had something that was like dark and like old wound or and if I were trying to mm -hmm. express that artistically for me personally I imagine it'd be one of two things like one it may actually be a very beautiful representation which would mm -hmm. show me the beauty and what was so heavy or even if what I depicted looked dark and scary, I think it might mm, kind of deactivate the fear because I've made it something. Do you know, I've absolutely. had my and, and Absolutely. And you're also taking it outside of yourself. Yes. So, cause we do hold all of this in subconsciously and I think, and consciously. So um, being able to release that and putting it down on paper and um, you can kind of detach from it, let go um, and also recreate it. So right. sometimes if they are sharing with me um, the experience of what happened, um, I will say, well, let's, you know, like, like let's, let's, let's paint something different or what, um, well, not paint so much. I mean, but more about, um, 
recreating that memory mm-hmm. into something joyful and how that what that would look like uh, and so through that and and the focus isn't the art um that's kind of secondary mm-hmm. it's the focus is internal so and 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 i always say we're not trying to make anything beautiful and that's another thing you know i think we're you know whenever i hand someone a brush like oh i'm a terrible artist well like let's let's not think about, you know, uh, making something beautiful. Let's just make something authentic. Mm. So, and, and so, but all, you know, we always end up making something beautiful um, because it's, it's, it's a reflection of us and, and it's authentic and, um, and, and they love it too, because you feel so much lighter uh, after the process. You know, Oh, no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was thinking another cool thing with this that you mentioned at the beginning is that you also oftentimes have an opportunity to work with the families too. And a lot of times where we have these situations, whomever is going through the um, obvious challenge or the obvious hurt, right? And then they have whomever is around them who are also impacted, but often have to put on a brave face or stay strong because you want to be supportive for whoever the focus is on. So I think that's really cool that you have this opportunity to allow like everyone involved to express and release um, in a way that maybe isn't disruptive to the patient, if that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. Um, So I've had, you know, grandfathers actually come in, you know, watching their grandchildren and, um, work with work together and they shared with me they've never drawn or held any writing material like you know they've never been creative mm-hmm. um, and um, I remember one gentleman he was 90 in his 90s and it was the first time he ever held a paintbrush um, he said you know where he grew up uh, they didn't have the, the material and that access to art classes and mm-hmm. his, you know, his, he didn't have that in the house. So it was his first time in his, you know, 90s, you know, coming into the art room. And it was, it, he, enjoyed, he was just, he lit up and he was like a kid. And um, it was really beautiful to see just what he created. And also, um, you know, you know, I think similar to meditation, um, you don't really know what's going to arise within mm-hmm. you while like, when you're meditating, sometimes you have some, you know, thoughts, feelings, things pop up. And um, that's what I love about doing this work because you don't really know you can, you can begin neutral, but by the, you know, but then midway through you, it, it may trigger um, some other emotions and then, and then memories. And then, so it, it kind of, even if you're not thinking consciously, okay, I'm going to paint about, you know, this experience or, you know, it, it just, if you just start feeling into your, into your, yourself, then, you know, things, you start getting in touch with, with the deeper part of you. And through that comes um, all sorts of, you don't really know (laughs) what will come up so it's kind of and and then if it's if it's just all joy then then that's great you know 
Um, it's not like every single time you have to, but um, I think a lot of times we're not fully aware. And so it, it really is an, it's a portal into your subconscious. Well, I have to say, um, you know, even you saying that, I'm glad it's like a segue into this uh, exhibit that you have coming up and your tarot series that you've done. And before we get into it, though, I just want to acknowledge your artwork right there behind you. And it's gorgeous. So it looks metallic. So is that kind of like a signature style for you? Yeah. So um, I gild the whole canvas first in the gold leafing. Uh Um, This painting behind me is actually um, about 12, 14 feet long. Um, So it's, it it goes all the way down that way, but um, it's, yeah, it, it's all leafing and then oil on top. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely stunning. And I like think it's just the way the light hits it. And it's funny because I'm like looking at wondering if the part that looks brighter, is it because of the lighting or is it actually just more metallic in those certain spaces? It's just, it's just the lighting. And that's what wow. I love about working with the metal leaf is throughout the day, the whole painting transforms also right. because the, if it's sundown, I get the pinks and the orange hues into the artwork. And um, it's so reflective that um, it just, you know, absorbs all the light around it. Very smart. Ah, it's very pretty. That's what I was saying. Like, I wonder Thank if it you. looks different later in the day. It does. Yeah. <sighs> that is beautiful. Okay. So here is something I found so fascinating, um, seeing your work, your expression of the major arcana of tarot. And what struck me was at first I read that this is what I was about to look at, but I didn't see the imagery yet. And when I saw the images right away, I was like, oh, oh, I have to feel into this. Like I have to just like let the mind go what I think of like, you know, the symbolism I may have been expecting in all of these things and literally allow myself to connect with what do I feel from this visual? Mm-hmm. So before we get too much in that, I want to ask what even inspired you to do this? Well, I have been um, around using the cards and influenced by them for several years now. And I think um, just collecting different ones and um, using all different types from uh, the Mother Peace cards to the original Rider deck to I have several angel ones to um, I even found I was in Sedona um, a few months back and uh, I found this antique shop and saw tarot cards from 1982, like Native American cards. And yeah, and, and so I, I, and I'm always drawn by, you know, the the imagery and, um, and I think just, you know, through, through these years of using different types of cards and seeing what's out there, I've been, I was always like, oh, I, you know, I feel like I would maybe express it this way or, and, and I, and like I said in, in the uh, quote from my show about, just revamping them because like speaking of the, t- of the writer deck, I feel like, you know, we're society has changed so much. And um, j- just to, just to kind of update the cards a bit 
and maybe make them a little bit more contemporary. Um, and the, I think like I, I tried to bring some of the symbolism over to some of the cards that I recreated, but it, like you said, it was, it's mainly the energy of the card and um, the feelings and emotions yes. for me than it was so much the imagery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hearing you say that, it reminds me of, I, I have been, you know, for a very long time looking for decks that were more inclusive and were more modern, right? And mm-hmm. so more recently, I have come across some decks and different artists who do, but there's still those, you know, little nuances where, it, I don't know, there's, it's, I've always hoped that I would find a deck where it just, it felt more inclusive in a lot of ways, right? Across the board. And it's interesting now thinking to the images of your cards and what you're saying, it's like that right there. It's, uh, it has no boundary. And it is that absolute thing that is connective for us. It's just emotion, you know, that feeling, but it doesn't box anything in because you really have to look at these images and they'll speak to you in a very unique way. So I think it's a beautiful idea of what you've done. Um, so oh, I now I have two yeah. questions for you with that. Do you plan to do a deck? Um, I've been, <laughs> I've been asked that a lot. Um, I, right now I, my focus was just the major arcana in yeah. the future. I may, um, but even with the major arcana cards, I, I mean, I paint one painting and then I, I'm like, wow, I could also do it this way or this way. I mean, I get like multiple images in my head of how right. to depict the card for myself. So um, I may just keep creating more and more images per arcana card. Like uh-huh. I, may, I may do that. Like I've, I've done temperance um, now a few times and, um, so, you know, so, so I think that's part of it too. I yeah. need to create a deck and have multiple um, cards for Arcana piece. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know too. I mean, one, one other thing about um, the Arcana series, I just want to say is that it created, it took me about a year to make this um, whole series. So oh. I, 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 they were, um, they were very authentic to what I was going through. So I personally connected with these cards um, when I was personally, I feel I was kind of going through, right. going through them. So it, it, it wasn't like, uh, it was a very natural and organic process of, of recreating each card. I think that's a really cool idea of having different depictions of the same card for one, because, you know, there's so many layers to one card Mm -hmm. and depending on when you pull it, what it's next to all of these different things, it can have so many different translations and to be quite honest, that's part of why I have so many decks. I mean, yes, I'm looking for my one like go-to deck, but I love the different depictions of all of the different cards. And I love the artistry. So that's another thing too. But um, yeah, I mean, just with the process that you had, I was wondering, so did you meditate on one of the major arcana and then you tackled that or you just waited to see which one was speaking to you and then you created the piece? So depending on what 
my life, you know, what <laughs> I was going through and um, experiencing firsthand, that's what, whatever, you know, that's the car that was called to me. So um, that's why it took a year yeah. <laughs> for me to make them. But, um, and, to, and to really be able to stay in it while, you know, because it, the, the painting took time to make too. So right. I had to, I had to really be um, really uh, deep in that to, to, and, 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 and connecting with, with that energy um, to, to recreate it. And, and another thing is like my, my friends that don't know, you know, have never used cards and um, like they were, for example, there's some card, you know, the death card, um, the devil, right? Like they would be like, Oh my God. <laughs> and to kind of, and, and some of, and some, some decks really have that darkness right. in, in the cards. And, and I, um, like, I feel death is a beautiful card. Um, I mean, of course it depends on how you get in it and all right. these things and right. But, um, just, I think have wanting to, um, embody everything that the card holds, yes. um, was a, a bit of a challenge, but also, um, you know, I, I wanted to honor the, the original deck and also the, the meaning and state as true as possible for, you know, my translation of the card. Um, and, and, but to, but to also, you know, cause it, to express the lightness in, in cards like the death card, right? Because it is, it's a, it is, it's a birth, you know, of something new. You can't have a birth without, you know, you can't have a beginning without an ending kind of thing. Uh -huh. So, um, expressing that was, was real and 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 it and again it's not that i was i was trying to just okay i'm going to focus on positive and light no right. right like i went into the 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 depths of of feeling that card and what death means to me and all of that and in the end i feel i i you know came out with something beautiful um but because it it it's true and it was authentic to me and my experience I really love this. I mean, listening to you again, I, everything that's swirling through my mind is just the, the how interesting is how interesting it is. You can have this totally different outlook and perspective around healing and even what we consider dark and how that can be depicted. And then again, giving holding space for people to allow release and expression. And it's even stirring up for me the importance of having arts art in schools and all of these different things but hopefully people listening will also consider um that this may be a way for them to also be able to process their own mind and emotion even if they've never considered themselves artistic or absolutely anything absolutely. like that so okay so you have this exhibit and it's in new york correct it's yes it's in scarsdale Right in the town. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I know it's September 6th through October 19th. So, but you are having a special event that's open to the public in September yes. as well. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yes. So the show is at Madeline Jordan Gallery and uh, we're having the opening on uh, September 6th, Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. And then we have a talk during the day on September 21st 
and that's also open and I will be speaking about the series, all the artwork, and uh, we will also have a live tarot reader as well, Angela Lucy. So um, yeah, it's, it's open and it'd be great to have, have you join. Yeah, I, you know, I was, I've been thinking about this because um, I will be traveling in September too. And I'm like, gosh, ah, it actually, it, we'll see. But um, yeah, so I wanted to make sure that people know because a lot of people who listen to the podcast do live in the Northeast. So mm-hmm. I will put all the details of your show and your work in the show description. Thank but you. for those who aren't able to come, is there anywhere where they can go to see the series or just your work in general? What's the best place to see what you're doing in the world? Um, well, there's always, I'm always, you know, I'm always showing somewhere. So if you go to my website, michellesakai.com and go to future shows, I have it listed of where my art, you know, will be next. So that's a good place in Instagram, Michelle Sakai art. You know, I ha- can I ask you something really quick? I don't know yeah. why um, I didn't ask you this earlier, but I mean, I imagine that your art must be very healing for you too, but is it like a ritualistic thing for you? And do you kind of blend the different uh, practices that you have into like, do you meditate and, you know, do some energy work on yourself prior to doing your artwork or is it all very <laughs> separate? Um, thanks for asking. No, I, I definitely do. I, um, well, with, along with my personal uh, spiritual practice of meditation and yes, I do Reiki on myself as well. Um, but I, I believe I, I mean, I, I Reiki my artwork mm, yes. <laughs> and I, and I, I mean, all my pieces are always, staged constantly <laughs> and before they go out of the gallery to a studio and um but it, it it I mean it's all it's all part of part of who I am and so it, it's reflected in my work um um I, I mean I, I believe everything everything's energy so yes. <laughs> so it's they're all you know a part a part of me yeah. yeah, I had a feeling. That's why I was like, let me just ask her really quickly. Mm-hmm. Believe me, yeah. everyone who listens to the show will completely understand and love that. So, you know, mm-hmm. Michelle, I want to thank you so much for coming to share your work. Um, really looking forward to seeing the entire series of the Major Arcana mm-hmm. and just yeah. even sharing with us, a, again, like a different perspective and another way to consider how healing can be processed for us. So thank you so much for coming today. Yeah, I think I want to thank you. And yeah, we are definitely here to heal ourselves. And I, like I always say, transform your soul. So um, thank you for having me and letting me share my process. This is also my book, which yes. I just got today. Oh my <laughs> the God. first time, first time I'm sharing it. So super excited with the gold and um, it's titled Awakening. It's a, uh, 200 pages of a compilation of all my abstract paintings and uh, personal quotes. So it will be out in November. Um, but I just have this uh, copy right now, but it, you can find it on my website or on Amazon. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm, de- I'm so glad you showed it. Can I just keep put it back yeah. up again? The bottom yeah, of that is beautiful. Is that your artwork? Thank at the you. Bottom? Yeah. So I have my artwork 
on the bottom with the with the gold leafing on the side is gorgeous. <laughs> to mimic my art. <laughs> that is gorgeous. Oh, thank okay, you. great. Thank so you. um I will make sure of course to put your website. Everyone can thank check you. you out. It's Michelle Sakai and that's S A K H A I dot com. Um also though in November when there's a link directly to the book, please email it to me so I can update the show description because people are always Absolutely. listening in the archives. So ha huh, that's a beautiful book. <laughs> thank you and thanks thank so much for your time and having me on the show. I really appreciate it. My pleasure, love. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Blessing. Okay, so I want to thank Michelle so much for coming on the podcast today. And just for all of you, as a reminder, you can get more information about her work and her upcoming exhibit by going to her website, which is michellesakai.com. That's S-A-K-H-A-I.com. And if you want to see that beautiful piece of artwork um, that was visible during our interview, be sure to check out the interview on my YouTube channel. Um, Just look for Reiki Radio. And one of the things I just wanted to share that really struck me when Michelle and I spoke prior to doing this interview is she was explaining how art in of itself really helps to expand our lens of healing. And she said that art doesn't right or wrong. It's just an expression. And so we had this conversation about how it's this other way of allowing ourselves to process our mind and emotion, which I think is so beautiful. So I hope you will check out her work. Again, if you're in Scarsdale, New York, or in that area, you can go to her exhibit at the Madeline Jordan Fine Art Gallery. That starts on September 6th, and she will have her special event where she will be talking about the tarot and also have a live tarot reader there at the gallery on October 5th. So go ahead, check out her website or follow her on Instagram at Michelle Sakai Art. And if you are someone who is interested in doing medical Reiki training with Raven Keys, don't forget you still have time to sign up. This is taking place at the end of October and you can get more information on my website, which is theenergeticalchemist.com. So as always, I thank you so much for being here And remember to always journey in love. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.